Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Self Care Radio. On this edition of Self Care Radio, we are going to talk with my all time favorite, favorite female makeup artist, Jane Kell. Her name is Jane Kell Sherry, and her website is J A N K A I L S H E R R I. She specializes in all kinds of makeup and she also has a makeup line. She is one of the few African-American makeup artists in the area of Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. And I figured, you know what? Memorial Day is the unofficial start of summer. So why not have the conversation, ladies, about makeup and skincare, how to prepare for the summer, how to get yourself ready, and what you need to do to be fabulous this summer. All right, guys, as always, thank you for allowing me to come into your home and to your cars, wherever you're at. Thank you for allowing me to just be with you. I hope you enjoy this information. Send me a message. Give me tips. Let me know what you want to talk about. Let me know what you want to hear. Give me feedback. You can email me at hollystreetcounseling at gmail.com or you can always hit me, hit me in my DMs at I am Mrs. Underscore Campbell. I hope you enjoy the show. Guys, we are joined today by my favorite female makeup artist. She is an amazing person. Let me just read the accolades, read the receipts. She is the owner of Jane Cow Sherry Makeup and Mobile Hair Salon Serve. I'm sorry, Mobile Services at uh, Mobile Makeup Services. Mm-hmm. She is an educator. She is a wife. She is a mother. She is a member of Zeta Phi Beta Sorority Incorporated. She is all around a wonderful, down to earth person who is just a boss and doing it in the game. <laughs> Guys, please help me welcome Jane Cow. That was such a beautiful introduction. Thank you for that. I just love you so much. You are more than welcome. Thank you. So I'm going to tell everybody how I met you. So Jankel and I, we, it was kind of a fluke, honestly. So I was getting married in 2014 and um, I was living in Philadelphia, but my wedding was back in Harrisburg. So everything that needed to happen for the wedding normally took place in Harrisburg. Mm -hmm. I thought I had my makeup artist. I want to say maybe two weeks before the wedding, the girl that was my makeup artist ended up um, dropping out. Mm. So if you don't know about Harrisburg, Harrisburg is a small, it's a small town, but it's not too small. But the black and brown population is not that large. Right. Um, And so we're very limited when it comes to resources. So I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going home. I'm coming from Philly where there's like a thousand and one, you know, black people, especially black makeup artists. I'm coming to Harrisburg where we are slim to none. And God only knows if I'm going to find a black makeup artist that I like. Right. Um, And not to say that they're not there, but I needed to find somebody I was going to like and jive with. So I literally think it was like two weeks before I sent her an email. She asked me if I wanted to do a trial. I was like, no, we'll just figure it out in the day (laughs) because I was so anxious (laughs) and so upset. And I ended up, I'm a little bit type A. So I ended up being a a little bit late to where we had to get dressed in what was that, like an hour and a half late? I don't remember. I was so mad because that's the latest I've ever been in my life. Yeah. Um, yeah. But but you were there. You were setting up. You had a smile on your face. And I remember <laughs> you handing me a glass of champagne and you said, calm down, it's going to be all right. And you just started talking to me. And there's a picture, um, and I might have to try to find a way to post it with this episode. There's a picture of me crying in the chair and you giving mm-hmm. me the tissue while you're doing my makeup. Mm-hmm. 
And just thinking about it even like tears me up because you were such a genuine person. Like we clicked from that moment. You were just immediately, sweet. yeah. Immediately you calmed me down. And then I found out you were a member of Zeta, which is my <laughs> husband's sister sorority. And I was right. like, God, everybody around me is either Sigma <laughs> or Zeta. So I welcome you with open arms. But this is the biggest thing that you did on that day that I will never forget. So um my some of my bridesmaids knew how to do makeup, some of them did not know how to do makeup. After you were done doing my makeup, I went over to do one of my bridesmaids makeup and you told me, I think you were like, go sit down, go do something. And you took the makeup out of my hand and started doing it. And I was like, oh my goodness, like, I know she didn't have the money for it. How are we going to pay for it? And you were like, it doesn't, doesn't." I don't think I said it, but I think towards the end I had asked you and you were like, it doesn't, it's fine. Don't worry about it. And for me, the fact that you weren't like, well, I'll fix her up, but I'm going to charge you 10 for this and 15 for that. You, you probably helped you calm me down so much and I didn't even know you that's just how amazing of a person you are how big and beautiful your spirit is thank you so much and I remember those moments like I remember the tissue and I can't even recall what you were tearing up about but I feel like that was so integral to my journey as a bridal makeup artist um because I find that I am I tend to be very divinely connected to my clients. And then even after our moments together in the chair, we still find a way to remain connected. So that's dope. Yes. And then you had did um, my best friend's makeup. I surprised her for her birthday and you had did her makeup. She was a Zeta. And I was like, oh my God, everybody's a Zeta. (laughs) (laughs) It's just the energy you put out. (laughs) I, I, I guess, but it's just, you know, it was, it was all love. And when I say my favorite female makeup artist, like literally my favorite female makeup artist. And I've tried other people. I've yeah. tried other people um, against my own will because she's in Harrisburg and I'm not. Mm-hmm. And, and and their work has been nice, but it hasn't been the touch that yeah. I've always been looking for. And I, I say this and I mean this wholeheartedly. Like when I become famous and I'm out here touring and doing things, yeah. you are going to be my makeup artist that I'm calling and be like, okay, um, I got a six o'clock tomorrow with Good Morning America. Listen, can I'm you there. make it? I am there. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. So <laughs> I will see you at the studio. <laughs> We will be there together. And you just had a big event where you did your own makeup and you were looking flawless and beautiful. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. You guys did a great job. Yeah. So it was it was a a women's empowerment brunch and um, it's something that happens annually in Harrisburg. And I was asked to be a panelist Um, and the panelists consisted of several um, female minority um, small business owners. And we talked a lot about um, the idea was to really inspire each other. And I think we all ended up gleaning so much from one another and from the crowd um, that we we did not come down off that high for at least seven days. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a blessing. Yeah, it was awesome. Well, in regards to blessings and awesomeness <laughs> you are a amazing makeup artist side note i have to just let you know that zoe calls her makeup palette like she'll say to her dad you took my makeup palette she doesn't just say makeup she's like that's my yes. makeup palette that's my eyeshadow palette yes. and when little girls come over she does their makeup she makes yes. a makeup artist <laughs> oh i love it i love it so guys she sent my daughter um um, it was an eyeshadow palette, yeah. lip gloss, and a um, 
a, a, a cheek, uh, what is it called? Cheek, uh, a blush palette. A blush palette. Mm-hmm. And they were like full size palettes. And I mm-hmm. lie to you not, there were probably three presents she played for, for with Christmas from three different people. And the one that she played with the most was yours because she just oh. like, oh my God, I love this mom. I got her a little vanity. I got her little brushes. She thinks she's a makeup artist. I love it. I love it. I, I wish, I often wish that people, that someone saw that gifting in me um, mm-hmm. because my talent, I'm naturally gifted at makeup. So I didn't go to school to learn how to apply. I went to school to legitimize the business, um, but makeup is my gifting um, and it's how I reach and connect with people. And so, and, and at the core of who I am, I am Zoe. I'm just a girl who loves makeup. <laughs> Yeah, I love that. Well, I told her I was going to start letting her watch those YouTube videos of kids doing makeup so she can Aww. learn a little bit more since she loves it. But not only do you talk about um, makeup with people, you also inform people about skincare. And now oh, yeah. a lot of makeup artists do that. So tell me, what does self-care mean in regards to skincare? I think self-care in regards to skincare is is really, when we think about it holistically, like it is ultimately just loving on yourself and ultimately seeing the beauty in yourself. The thing is, is that sometimes we struggle to see our beauty uh, without makeup. Like we struggle to embrace things like blemishes. We struggle to embrace things like scars. We struggle to embrace um, the shape of our face and things like that. So um, dark spots, hyperpigmentation, all of that stuff. But those are uniquely um what make us ultimately. And um, so as far as relating self-care to skincare, it is really an outward, it's an outward expression of an inward feeling. And so when you take care of your skin, when you take care of your body, when you take care of your face, you look better, but you also feel better too. And it's very cyclical. You keep doing it, you feel better. You keep doing it, you feel better. Mm-hmm. I like that. So the summer is getting ready to come up mm-hmm. and you always hear all this information about SPF this and hats mm-hmm. and it's an overwhelming amount of information. So you tell us what are the best skincare tips for the summer? And if you could recommend a sunblock without maybe telling the brand, could you recommend a sunblock with a reasonable, a reasonable amount of SPF in it? Mm-hmm. So I think um, one common misconception is that women of color particularly do not need sunscreen. And we do because mm-hmm. ultimately sunscreen um, just blocks the harsh rays of the sun. And they also prevent the damage that we experience from the sun. So darkness, hyperpigmentation, fine lines, wrinkles, all of that stuff that we tend to actually relate to aging are really side effects of sun exposure and not protecting ourselves. So um, you want something with, at minimum, an SPF of 15. Um, It depends on the tone of your skin. So the more fair you are, the the more SPF you might want to add, maybe a 30. And um, the more melanated you are, you can get away with a 15. What about those lotions, like the face lotions that have SPF in them? What do you think about those for the summer? I love them. Actually, I'm a big fan of like a tinted moisturizer with an SPF 15 in it with some sunscreen. Um, There are really, there are, so I'm also a big fan of drugstore makeup. Um, And a lot of- That's why I love you. (laughs) Listen, I believe beauty does not have to break the bank. And it's very important to me that my clients can recreate a look to the best of their ability after they get out of my chair. So I love drugstore because if it does not work for you, you can take it back. 
So all I need everybody out there in podcast land to remember that much. So if you purchase something from a drugstore, you could take it back. Um, there are some really um, inexpensive <clears throat> um, tinted moisturizers that have sunscreen in them that you can probably purchase for less than $10. There are also um, what's called BB cream and CC cream. So BB stands for beauty balm and CC stands for color corrector. So if you just want to kind of smooth out um, the tone of your skin, you can use a BB cream. But if there are some blemishes that you just kind of want to mask just ever so slightly, you'll want a CC cream. And all of them you can find with a tint that blends well with your skin tone um, and that evens everything out as well so that you have a little bit of coverage on, but you have some protection as well. Can you suggest some good uh, tinted moisturizers for the melanin community? Um, I am a big fan of NYX. Um, they have a really beautiful um, tinted moisturizer and also Mary Kay. I really uh, love, yes. You know what? You are so right. I yes. use them, I want to say back in college, and mm -hmm. that was some of the best tinted moisturizer I ever used. And it I read is. an article where Holly Berry said the same thing she uses theirs. You're right. It is. And the beauty about Mary Kay is that company started rooted in skincare. And mm. so much of the product that you use from them, that, like a foundation or something that goes directly on the skin, not like a shadow or anything, mm -hmm. has skincare elements in it. Mm. Mm -hmm. All right, guys, you heard it. You heard <laughs> it here. So tell us, is makeup a necessity every single day? No, but I feel like makeup is confidence applied directly to the face. So I feel like this. If you like it, I love it. And so if you want to wear it every day, if you want to do a full face, then go for it. You do what makes you feel good. I just caution that you're not doing it to mask yourself. And to completely change the landscape of your face. Because at the end of the day, that stuff gets washed off. Yeah. And so we still have to come face to face with ourselves physically and spiritually and mentally and holistically all around. So it's not a necessity every day. I actually, believe it or not, do not wear makeup often. I wear makeup when I know I'm going to be photographed for someone's wedding or something like that, because I don't want to be the only one in the pictures without makeup. So I don't wear it often, um, which is always, I'm always surprised that people know who I am because I'm always naked face, but on social media, I have on makeup most of the time. So it's not a necessity. Think of makeup as, you, you know what? It's an accessory, not a necessity. That's a t-shirt, y'all. That's a t-shirt. That's a t-shirt, y'all. That's a t-shirt. It's an accessory. So makeup is really to enhance what is already there, right? It is not to change the entire landscape of your face. It should really be to draw out all of those things that you feel good about yourself inwardly and, sh and put it on your face. Yep. Mm. Self-care, self-love, loving yourself from the yep. inside to make yourself pop more on the outside. That's it. So how long should a makeup routine take you daily? Um, I think... You know, I'm a teacher and an educator at heart. And so I believe that I can teach anybody to do their own makeup really well because you tend to learn like what looks good on you, your your undertones, you learn the shapes and planes of your face. And I think depending on the sort of look that you're going for, if it's daytime and you're headed to work or the office, um, you can probably get a decent routine down in about 20 minutes. Um, 
when I do my makeup, it probably takes me about 20 minutes, but I, I have learned to eliminate some steps. And, you, you know, when you get really good you, and you crunch for time, you learn to maybe I don't need to shape underneath my brow. Maybe I don't need to conceal under my brow and above my brow. Maybe I just need to fill them in and I'm going to go for a more natural look today. And so that really can save you three minutes off of your makeup time. So I think silently, anybody can really do their own face really well with some practice um, in 30 minutes or less. All right. So you tell me how this is the the God awful question. And I know you cringe <laughs> when we talk about this. How often should you wash your brushes or sponges? Oh, boy. Let me tell you what. Every, <laughs> I swear, every time I talk to somebody about brushes, the next day, they they call me or text me and they say, do you know how much makeup and brushes you, I threw out last night? <laughs> so, So let me tell you, number one, if it comes with the product, it's disposable. So if the tool that you receive comes with the product, especially if it's in a compact, get rid of it because it is breeding ground for bacteria. So here's a good rule of thumb. As a makeup artist, I have a professional set of brushes and a personal set of brushes. And I have to confess that I do not clean my personal set as often as I do my professional <gasps> set. However, Ooh. I know I'm telling on myself, however, I do not wear makeup a lot either. So that's the caveat. Anything. Here's the one rule of thumb. If you use it, on or around your eye, you need to clean it every time you use it. Outside of that, I'm going to let you go for about a week and then I'm going to need you to sanitize those. <laughs> <laughs> if I told you the last time I washed mine, you would probably be like, I'm not talking to you. Ever again, <laughs> I'm logging off. Do you hear what I'm saying? This podcast is over. Thank you all for tuning in. <laughs> no. <laughs> And I was so ashamed of myself because I'm like, I know I know better. And the crazy thing about it is I hear you in the back of my mind saying, if you don't wash those, brushes, don't wash those brushes, go wash those brushes. And listen, <laughs> even if you can't. So the reality is we can't deep clean those brushes every time. Right. So get yourself some daily um, brush cleaner, a, a spray, um, something that is quick drying and just spray them. Spray your brushes. I like to wipe mine off with like a hand towel and then mm -hmm. they're ready to, for your next use. Yep. Mm, that's good. What about those little pads you see in the store all the time where you can um brush the back, brush the back, take the brush back and forth against it? It's like a little pad and it has ridges. Yes, to get yes. The makeup that's a, that's a, okay. the, the, yeah, that's a, that's a use to use uh, brush cleaner. So yeah, that works too. Okay. Mm -hmm. So as we talk about brushes, brushes or sponges? It depends. Um, I am a fan of both. And so for me, sponges are for the face. So foundation, moisturizer, cleanser, toner, anything that has to do with skin and face, those are what I use sponges for. Um, I use brushes for everything else. Okay. Mm -hmm. Tell us what your favorite skincare items are and what some of your favorite makeup items are. Okay, so I, I'm a creative, right? And so... I like to, I'm very DIY when it comes to my own personal skincare. I make like my own body scrubs. I make mm -hmm. my own cleansers. Um, I am a, but also because I believe in like the holistic element of skincare as mm -hmm. well. And so um, because beauty doesn't have to break the bank, you can create your own cleanser with 
coconut oil, and olive oil. You can create your own scrub by adding a little bit of brown sugar and white sugar and vanilla extract into that same oil mixture and create something to kind of exfoliate. You can tone with a mix of witch hazel and tea tree oil. Um, tea tree oil is um, a natural antiseptic. So someone, if you have a breakout or you suffer from acne, that does not require like a dermatologist. It's, we got to be very clear about that. If it's just a breakout, you can use tea tree oil to kind of calm that down and it sanitizes the pore. And so I'm mm -hmm. also a fan of natural moisturizer. I love to mix together jojoba oil, coconut oil, sweet almond oil, and a little bit of vitamin E. And that can be like an all over body oil. Mm -hmm. um, you can use it in your hair. I use a little bit on my face. Um, I tend to lean towards coconut oil for moisturizer because coconut oil is one of those few oils that really just kind of goes where it needs to go. And then you can wipe it off. Mm -hmm. Everything else tends to kind of sit and be a little too heavy, but coconut oil is one of my favorites to go to. So I, I believe in just really creating your own thing. It's important for the listeners to understand that that mixture, though, that those components, they change every season. So what you need more of in the winter, you're not going to need more of in the summer. Um, what you need more of in the fall, you're not going to need more of in the spring. So it's important you have to pay attention to your skin because it does speak to you. So pay attention to it. Make sure you give it what you need. I know it sounds very cliche, but you got to pay attention to your diet and be more diligent about that and your fitness and drink lots of water. It's cliche. Can you tell us? Oh, go ahead. I was going to say it's, it's cliche, but it's true. So since we're transitioning from spring to summer, mm -hmm. what should we be doing differently as far as skincare? Um, from spring to summer. So you want to make sure the beautiful thing about spring and the, the you know, spring is a double-edged sword. So it's a lot of rain, but a lot of rain means a lot of moisture. And so you just want to make sure that you're very well moisturized and that you work on evening out your tone. So that would be that witch hazel and that tea tree oil. And you, you make sure that you're really cleansing your skin and cleansing your pores and moisturizing even at night. So at night in the spring, I, I like to really kind of slather on coconut oil on my face and on my neck, and then I'll go to bed. And then when I wake up, I don't have to do anything. I literally just take a warm washcloth and just kind of wipe off the excess and I'm moisturized for the day. So that will carry you into the summer where you won't need as much moisturizer, but you will need to cleanse a bit more because we'll be sweating more. The tone of our skin will get, a, you know, our melanin will get a little bit darker, all that good stuff. So it's, it's all about balancing moisture. And you talked about uh, using one of your favorite cleansers, which I started using and I love it. Tell everybody the process between behind using those cleansers. Okay, so my favorite cleanser is, do you mean the oil mix or the, okay, mm -hmm. so <clears throat> I like to do an oil cleanse and it's almost like creating a spa. I like to do it in the shower, right? So I'll mix, for me, I mix um, two thirds. Um, so the ratio is not quite, 
one to one. It's more it's more like two parts coconut oil and one part olive oil. And so what I like to do before I get in the shower is just create this mixture and just kind of rub it all into my skin and my face. And then when I get in the shower, I'll get the washcloth so that it's warm. You don't want it too hot because too hot will really strip the oils from your face. And then there's really no point in doing that. But oil attracts oil. And so when, when we use the washcloth over our face, it opens our pores and it draws out that oil. The oil draws out the dirt. And so it's almost like create, think of creating like a steam effect on your face. And when you're done, you literally just kind of wipe it off. Now, I have to caution everybody that once you add steam to your face, it is going to draw out impurities. So what will happen is you will experience breakouts. And especially people who typically do not have them, you will definitely experience them a lot of times in places that you normally wouldn't, like your cheek area, maybe even your forehead, um, things like that. Just be patient with the process because that's something that with practice, it'll clear up, but it may take you 15 to 30 days for you to get your skin, your skin really under control. So an oil cleanse is one thing, and then you can tone with your witch hazel and your tea tree oil. Now, should you do that oil cleanse every night? No, um, the oil cleanse, you probably only need to do about two to three times a week. And that includes people with oily skin. I think a common misconception is that if you have oily skin, you don't need to add moisture to it. You do. And the oil cleanse is perfect for people who have oily skin because oil attracts oil. Okay. All right. I have one last bonus question. Oh, for yay. <laughs> what, what are your colors for the summer season? Ooh, I am going neons and brights. Oh, I like Listen, that. With a little touch of metallic. Oh, I like I'm so that. A metallic I'm lip. so Ooh. excited for these summer colors. And you all know that I love to do like a limited edition because mm-hmm. I want you to have it and I, I don't want anybody else to have it. I don't want, <laughs> like, I need you to grab it and that be that. But think brights, like bright orchid purple, um, super hot Barbie pink, um, metallics all of that stuff i like that the barbie pink yes. and purple <laughs> oh my god i can't wait for you all to see them and the thing i love those colors but i won't buy them because i'll be like i don't know what to do with it it's not gonna yes. look right <laughs> yeah so here's the trick while we're on the subject here is the trick. You have to purchase a lip pencil that is close to your skin tone. Um, mm-hmm. It can even be like a shade or two darker. What happens is, especially for women of color, we tend to have um, some darkness like around the corners of our lip. And even certain lip colors will bring out the fine hairs on our face, especially above our lip. And so mm-hmm. when we use a bright color and we don't have anything to transition, it looks really striking, right? It looks very bold, but the transition I like to say we look like we ate a powder donut basically but but when when you line your lip with a pencil that's close to your skin tone you ease that transition into color and so you're able to wear any color provided you have that lip pencil ladies I hope you heard that little secret so you don't have to go out here looking like who knows who Listen, when you look Tyrone color, it don't Biggins. look right. Yeah. Tyrone Biggins, okay. <laughs> you just got an exclusive tip on how to rock that neon pink or that neon green or whatever neon color you All want. All of it. All of it. All mm-hmm. right, guys. 
I love you so much, Danielle. Thank you Thank so you. much for your Thank time. Thank you so guys. much I for having you me. Enjoyed it. Tell us all really quick where we can find you on social media. Well, listen, I you can find me at Jankel Cherie on all platforms. I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram, and you can also find me at jankelcherie.com. Go buy them lip glosses, them <laughs> lipsticks, them palettes, buy it all. Yes. All right, guys, thank you so much. Thank you. Mm-hmm.